Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Dietra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. If this is your first time visiting us, welcome. Today, we are getting into the second day of Fan Expo Philadelphia. Get ready. Um, there's going to be a lot of ambient sound, um, interviews with a couple of authors, and an awesome Rufio cosplayer. It was a great day. Um, so hopefully you enjoy and you get some new information about writing, um, whether you are choosing to self-publish or whether you want to work with a publisher. These authors were very generous with their time and just talking about their craft and the things that they do. So I hope that you guys enjoy. And also uh, cosplay is awesome. So, you know, I plan on uh, participating in Black Fae Day, which is coming up. So you'll be seeing some pictures of me dressed as a fairy um, as one of the fae. Uh, We'll see how good, (laughs) how well that goes. Um, I'm not the best when it comes to like, actually, well, actually, no, I'm not, I'm not going to put myself down. I I like doing this stuff. So it's fun to me. Um, but there's some people that are just like really amazing with their cosplay and I'm trying to get on their level, but I just know I don't have the, uh, patience to do it. Um, but yeah, so that's coming up anyway. Um, today I am drinking a Dalgana coffee. Uh, haven't had one. Um, and my sister talking about it, haven't had one since, uh, the days of the good old lockdown, you know? So I decided to whip it out and, uh, make another one. Uh, so you guys will see that in the coming days. I'll be sharing a video of how to make Dalgona coffee. If you have not done it before, it's delicious. Um, so, so good. One of my favorite things. And I can't believe I haven't had it since uh, lockdown. What's wrong with me? But, you know, we had a lot of time on our hands during lockdown to just, like, do stuff. And that was one of them. So people were baking bread, making, like, cloud coffee and doing, like, all kinds of craziness. But, um, yeah, so I'll have that up. It'll be on all of the social media pages. But we're going to get back into the Expo, Fan Expo Philly. It was amazing. And so here are a couple of the interviews that I got the second day there. And then I want you guys to be ready for the final day of interviews. That'll be next week. Um, the third and final part in this series of Fan Expo Philadelphia. It was an amazing experience and opportunity. And I hope that you guys have enjoyed listening and have felt like you were able to participate and then you know maybe next year you guys will actually want to attend with me because that would be amazing um but all right let's go ahead and get back into fan expo philadelphia yeah that was for you we're walking around the convention right now you can hear there are so many people everybody's waiting in line to meet these celebrities uh famous uh voiceover artists there's some actors ming na wen is here the line is insane i would love to go talk to her but i'm not waiting in that line it's not gonna happen today after refocusing ourselves we headed out and interviewed some people that actually had something to do with fictionary i.e writers so up first take a listen to this interview with author Arrow Knight. You can check him out online. His work is very interesting and he is a very interesting and dabberly dressed gentleman, if I may say so myself. All right, it's Dietra back again and I am here with Arrow J. Knight, author of Jericho's Bane, a series that looks pretty amazing. Uh, Hello. How are you? 
So, my story is written, of course, by the most incredibly charismatic, unknown author you've never heard of, Arrow J. Knight. <laughs> and my story starts at the divide in heaven. I give you an inkling of Lucifer's uncovered and nefarious conspiracy that God tried to keep under wraps. And when he's discovered, he is not from on high and stripped of his rank. Now, of course, that causes bad feelings and animosity, seeps out of him, bleeds out, infects his cohorts, and before you know it, it's brother versus brother, sister versus brother, ark versus demon, total chaos and mayhem in the halls of heaven. So much so that the city of Iahoten of heaven is laid waste before they bring him to heal. And, you know, we all kind of know what happens next. Subsequent trial, he's banished to earth 250,000 years thinking one thought, unseat God. Now that thought is impossible. But I'm the author, so it's possible. The mere thought breaks reality, offsets prophecy, and he's no longer hellbound. And he does this by creating uh, an imperial, which is a being that stands as an abomination. Now this cannot stand. So God unleashes the arcs of old. Gabriel, Mike, Raph, they come down to deal with this threat, only to find out that Lucifer has encoded it with human DNA, knowing that arcs cannot intervene directly in the affairs of mankind. So it is protected, they are powerless, but always having foresight, they turn to Jericho. Jericho is born, and guess what? His blood is unlike any of ours, because it carries the gene of Samson. The blood is activated, the power of Samson is restored within Jericho, and he is set on path and trained by Gabriel, hopefully to defeat the imperial threat and set prophecy back on track. So is your inspiration, are you like Christian, a Christian author? Would you I am an amalgam of religions. That's Catholic, Catholic, you know, straight Catholicism, Baptist, Methodist, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, studied it all. Um, so I'm not one denominational per se, but although that's where I may start my story with some Christian-based roots, not necessarily how I'll finish it. Two parts out? No, three parts. Is three. that is that the complete series? Or this is, is the complete more series thus far. There will be a fourth coming in 23. Okay. Um, of course, seven being the number of completion, and going along with the you know the title of the book, I'm going to go seven. Seven books. Nice. And this artwork are the is the are the books illustrated or is it just the books are not illustrated, although there are illustrations in book one. Um, the artwork done by Jordan P. Jackson is more of the comic variety, which we collaborated for the comic book, Jericho's Bane, The Rift, which is uh, book one. So that is chapter one of book one is what the comic covers. Are you self-publishing or do you have a publisher that you work with? I am self-publishing. That's cool. It's a lot of work. She's also a self-published author. Then she knows, yo, you know the independent work of getting it done. And I don't like talking to people. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told her she should have a table here, but she didn't want to do it. <laughs> And I concur. You should have a table here. Okay, from someone who is doing it. So where can our listeners find your work if they're so, interested? Of course, they're on Amazon. But they can come directly to me where they can get their books personally signed under arrowjknight.com. Very nice. All right, guys, you heard it here first. You're going to check it out. Uh, Jericho's Bane by Arrow J. Knight. Very cool. Um, also, one more question. As a black author in the science fiction uh, industry, have you felt found any challenges in that? Or what was your motivation behind writing? The challenges by far is always going up against mainstream. You're already diehard characters who are out there and already established. So being new on the scene, it takes a lot to change the mind and make new fans. 
of characters that are also so hard and so ingrained already in the public consciousness. So that's, that's the hardest part. The hardest part. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Walking around Fan Expo Philadelphia, one of the things that you will absolutely notice is all of the amazing cosplayers. And I saw so many. They took my breath away. They put in so much work and time and effort into making their outfits, their costumes totally fit into the character that they're trying to portray. And I just have so much respect for um, people who do this and uh, put in the time to do it. And so we have next an interview with a cosplayer. Uh, He was dressed as Rufio. And if anybody knows me, you know that Hook was one of my favorite movies as a kid. And Rufio was obviously a super crush as a kid. So when I saw him walking by, I was like, oh my God, it's Rufio. Um, Yeah, it was one of those moments. I had a fangirl moment over somebody dressed up as Rufio because I just loved uh, Rufio and Dante Bosco specifically. Hey, Dante, if you're listening to this, hi. Um, I'd love to interview you sometime. (laughs) Maybe take you out for a drink. I don't know. Anyway. Let's get into the interview. Hi, so I am here, and can you introduce yourself? My name is Carlos, but uh, people call me uh, Rufio. I cosplay as Rufio from Hook. And let me just say, his costume is amazing. I thought I was seeing Rufio walking down the street. It was pretty cool. So how did you get into cosplay? Well, for a Rufio cosplay, it's a funny story. They were doing a movie night at a bar, and they were playing Hook. So, you know, I come in, and, you know, I have a few drinks in me. I was like... And then I just tapped my friend like, hey, hey, I'm going to do Rufio for the next con. And it was a lark. And I was like, fine, nothing serious, you know. But, like, when I dressed up as Rufio, it's like people had a visceral reaction to me. It was like, oh, my God, you're totally Rufio. Got very excited. So how long have you been doing it? Uh, let's see. Uh, this is, I would say, my third year. And, you know, we got to put in the pandemic, so... Basically, I've just been doing this for a year, so... Year. Have we're you gonna... competed in any competitions or anything like that? Uh, no. No, I haven't. You know, I would have done this one competition in uh, uh, 90s Con. That was in Hartford. But they, they closed off the, uh, the, uh, the the competitors. And, like, people are all like, oh, you would have won that. You totally would have won Rufio. So did you make your costume? Uh, you know... Uh, the leather jacket I bought, it's actually a woman's leather jacket because that's how you get the cut. Um, so I shredded that. But uh, other things I just built over time, you know, uh, my necklace I built, you know, I ruined some some uh, gym shorts, I spray painted stuff. But, you know, the thing about Rufio, he's 15, you know, or 16. It's like, yeah. he's a kid. So it's like, my costume doesn't have to be perfect. It's True. what What's great is like, oh, it feels a bit handmade. So, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for your time. Your costume is amazing, and hopefully we'll see you in some competitions and stuff in the future. Thank you. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Have a nice day. One thing about Fan Expo Philadelphia that really impressed me was the level of diversity and representation. You see writers, you see cosplayers, you see actors, you see people from all different backgrounds, walks of life, cultures, races, everyone there um, representing and sharing their work with people. And it was it's really beautiful to see. So I'm really excited um, about the quality of interviews that I was able to get and the people that I was able to interview because 
it's so diverse. Um, we're closing out today's interview with Amy Chu. She is a comic writer. Uh, she writes comics like Deadpool, Poison Ivy, Red Sonia. Um, she's very uh, interesting woman. She has a very interesting background. You can check out her uh, webpage um, to learn more about her. Um, but, you know, it was very cool to be able to interview her and for her to share about her work with us, um, especially her perspective as being a woman in the comic writing industry. You know, anybody who participates in like anything like uh, like the gaming or uh, the gaming, I'm 90. <laughs> anyone who does like get online gaming, uh, Twitch, you know, those things, uh, the comic book uh, discussion boards, any of that kind of stuff, you find out very quickly, Twitter, um, you find out very quickly that it's very male dominated and that the males that are in this uh, arena tend to be very protective of, of it and kind of can be a little bit jerky sometimes. No offense, guys, but get yourself together. Um, so it was interesting uh, speaking with her and getting her perspective. I can talk, guys. It was interesting getting her perspective on, on things. So I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, it's Deetra and I am here with Amy Chu. She is a comic and comic author. Right. Well, we, 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 I guess as an author, but we call ourselves writers. You know. So do you do the artwork as well as the story? Some parts? people do, but usually mainstream uh, comics, the writers are just do the script. Because so, who has the time to do both? It's, so you just do the script then? Right? I do the script. How long have you been doing this? Um, I have been doing this full time since 2016. 2000, yeah, about 2016. Do you self-publish or do you have a publisher? Well, uh, I do both. Um, anyone who wants to do this probably needs to self-publish first. You know, it's very hard to break in if you haven't actually done anything before. Yeah. So what are your stories about? What's your, like, favorite story? Or Well, I mean, you know, if it's for Marvel or DC, it's usually about whatever character it is. Um, oh, so you do uh, licensed work as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's what most people know me for. They know okay. me for DC. They know me for Marvel. They know... Uh, most people know me for either um, Poison Ivy. I, I wrote, okay, so 2016 was my first book, and it was Poison Ivy. So um, uh, I've done 25 issues of Red Sonia, so Red Sonia fans know me for that. I've done X-Files. I've done, um, I'm currently working on, oh, I actually, sorry, I'm not supposed to talk about that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> they almost got the scoop, guys. Right, right. Um, I also have written some stuff for Netflix, so I'm doing that. That's all license work, right? I also, of course, uh, have, you know, the, like all this stuff here, um, Sea Siren, Sky Island, that's through Penguin Random House. But, you know, as you know, the book publishing model is different, right? So those aren't licensed books, but I've also done, um, you know, some Wonder Woman, I mean, you know, stuff like that. That's so cool. Um, so of the characters that you've written about, who's your favorite? Oh, see, that's not really fair when always asks me that, you know. Um <laughs> Because, you know, it, it's it's work, right? Yeah. So it's not like, you know, of course I can be a fan of, of all the characters, but, I, you know, every new character is a new challenge. So I did not come into this as a fangirl, so it's not like I have a favorite. I mean, of course, my first book was Poison Ivy, so I have a soft spot for Poison Ivy, right? Because she's a much maligned character, so yeah. I feel like, you know, i got to stand by her, you know? Uh, I love writing Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman's tough to write, so I can't really say she's my favorite character. Okay. You know? Is there one that you feel like you relate to? 
Oh, probably poison ivy. Poison yeah. ivy. Yeah. You know, so she's a scientist. Well, she's a scientist. She's. A, I feel like she's a little bit on the spectrum. That's how I wrote her. You know. Um, I think that people don't understand her because, right? I, I I never bought this idea that she's just like a sexy villain who likes to kiss guys to death. I mean, that's like the worst motivation ever. She's that smart and she has unlimited powers. Why would she bother? I mean, yeah. if I were Poison Ivy, I just want to do my own thing unless you mess with me, and that's that's me, right? I yeah. want to do my own thing unless you mess with me, and then and then right. So <laughs> so that's how I wrote her. I like. So, as a woman in the comic industry and in this industry, do you feel like there's been any challenges that you face? Or? Oh, sure, right? I mean, I'm a woman. I'm a woman of color. I'm entering yeah. it, especially mainstream. I mean, we're not talking... So, people have a funny idea about what comics is, right? I mean, there's, of course, you know, there's manga, there are uh, kids' books, there's uh, Raina Telgemeier, right? Women are very successful in different parts of the industry, but mainstream superhero comics, sure, it's a very tough, it can be very tough. I think it's very awesome what you do. So, um, one more question. You you started out writing your own original content, and then you you began doing Mm licensing work. Yeah, and I started writing my original content because some doofus guys were like, oh, girls don't write comics. It's like, oh, really? Okay, well... Here, I'm going to show you, because I don't know how to write comics, but I will write comics, and I will get a Marvel and DC credit while you're still in Mom's basement, okay? So now this is where I am. So this is all done out of spite. I love spite. Team Petty all the way. I am Team Petty. And now I'm like, what what did I just do to my life, right? Here I am, okay? There you go. And they probably have moved on already. They completely forgot they said that, so... Well, you know, sometimes it's that adversity yeah. that pushes you into you your greatness. Just, you just put that chip in my shoulder now, right? So it's like it pushes you to, to accomplish more than you might have. Right, right. It. I certainly would not have done this otherwise, honestly. Well, I think it's amazing. Um, and okay, so again, this was Amy Chu. You can see her um, iwritecomics.com and then at Amy Chu on Instagram, Twitter. I'm on TikTok now because I'm like, okay, I'll try that out. Um, Instagram, I'm Amy underscore Chew. But, you know, I write comics. Awesome. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap on day two of Fan Expo Philadelphia. I hope that you guys enjoyed. Um, Again, it's been an amazing experience. I can't wait until next week. You guys will get to see me fangirl out over David Tennant. Oh, my God. (laughs) And also um, an amazing interview with Cami Garcia. She's the author of Beautiful Creatures. She was so generous with her time um, and allowing us to speak with her about writing and her process and writing with a partner. Um, So it's a very informative and fun interview. So I can't wait to share that with you guys. Uh, So get ready for that. And I hope that you enjoyed this week's interview uh, interviews. We got to speak with a few uh, authors, um, bring some different perspectives and some new stories to you guys. So make sure you check these people out on social media, um, on their websites. Uh, They are producing and creating works that are very exciting. And it was really a blessing to be able to speak with them and get uh, to have those discussions about the work. Uh, So I hope you guys enjoyed and we will see you next time. And until next time, people. Keep on reading.